Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to next to a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our gardens. Every week we're looking at a different bird and this week we're looking at a very small little bird of prey and that is the splendid little owl. A loud yelping sound coming from the branches of an ancient oak tree jutting out from the hedgerow betrays the bobbing silhouette of the little owl. By far the smallest owl of their five breeding owl species. Greyish brown with white spots, little owls really are little, only as long as a starling, but much stockier with a large head, short tail and rounded wings. If you disturb one it will bound off low over the ground before sweeping up to a telegraph pole or gatepost where it bobs up and down glaring fiercely at you with large yellow and black eyes. Little owls prefer mature trees in farmland and parks although they will nest in quarries and old farm buildings where they raise their youngsters on a diet of small mammals, worms and insects. At dusk, if you're lucky, you may see one running across the furrows of a field to grab surfacing earthworms or crawling dung beetles in a most un-owl-like way. In common with other owls, they are active at night, but you will often see them by day, perched on top of telegraph poles, on dead trees and around old farm buildings. Although they are widespread in lowland Britain and seem very much at home here, Little owls are not native to our islands, but were introduced here from continental Europe. The first record of this species here was one that was caught alive in a chimney in the Tower of London in the mid-18th century. But this may have been an escaped cage bird. A century later, in 1843, an eccentric Yorkshire squire, naturalist and explorer named Charles Waterton imported little owls from Rome and released them onto his estate near Wakefield in Yorkshire. Apparently he thought that they would be useful in his kitchen garden where he hoped he would be all the insect pests. These first released birds didn't survive for long, but further attempts by landowners were more successful. An ornithologist, Lord Lilford, was credited with the successful introduction of birds from the Netherlands, which led to the first pair breeding in Northamptonshire in 1889. By the turn of the 1900s, they had already spread to several southern counties, and by 1930s, they had become widespread south of the River Humber, though they didn't breed in Scotland until 1958, and are still scarce there now. Soon after they were introduced, the little owl became one of Britain's most controversial birds. As it spread, it fell afoul of even greater numbers of gamekeepers. They accused the little owl of every crime in their calendar, until it seemed as if, in their eyes, birds existed entirely on a diet of pheasant and partridge chicks. However, one of the earliest investigations launched by the British Trust of Ornithology proved that the charges were unfounded. About half the bird's diet is made up of insects, especially cockchafers and other beetles, earwigs and craneflies, whose leather jacket larvae among a farmer's most serious pest. So now the bird is protected by law, along with all our other native owls. 
While there is no doubt that the game checks are taken by little owls, they form only a minute part of their diet. Today you can hear yelps of little owls and their loud, almost melodious spring song across the fields and park of much of lowland England and Wales. But things are not all rosy. Little owl population has declined by 65% in 25 years, and if they were assessed, they're not currently because they were an introduced species, they would be red-listed by the Birds of Conservation Concern Committee. The little owl is also a species of European conservation concern, and has declined in many other European countries, including France, Portugal and the Netherlands. The main threat for the little owl is a decline in available prey and nesting sites due to industrialised farming practices, pesticides, agricultural intensification, ground clearance, felling of old hollow trees and the restoration of old buildings. Severe winters and road traffic deaths also contribute. The good news is that little owls respond quickly to conservation interventions. For instance, nesting boxes provided in some parts of their range have boosted numbers. So if you want to do your bit for nature, and you live near farmland, and you have a larger garden with mature trees in it, why not consider putting up an owl nest box? They can be bought online from places like the Barn Owl Trust, or you can have a go at making one yourself. And by doing so, you may be doing your bit for future generations to be able to see this wonderful bird in the UK. It may also help protect all your plants and veggies for all those pesky insects. Magnificently quirky and characterful, the little owl is Britain's smallest owl, at 22 centimetres tall, with a 56 centimetre wingspan. As I've already mentioned, unlike the other four species of owl, which are resident in the UK, so that's the barn, tawny, short-eared and long-eared, the little owl is not actually a native species, and was introduced late in the 1800s, from the first successful releases in Northamptonshire, but also Kent. Male and female little owls look similar in size and plumage. They have a stocky silhouette due to their broad round heads and bodies and short tail. Chocolate brown in colour with an olive brown tinge, little owls have cream buff streaks and spots on their body, wings and head. Their legs are cream buff and their talons are brown. Adults have lemon yellow iris and pale feathers around the eyes, giving them their characteristic frowning expression. Juvenile irises' colour is pale yellow-grey, and it turns to lemon-yellow at three months old. The little owl's flight is a series of fast wing beats and looping glides. Their undulating flight means little owls are often mistaken for missile thrushes and green woodpecker, which have a similar size, and like the owls, often occur in farmland and open grassy areas. The scientific name of the little owl is Anthene noctua. It's the only resident species belonging to the Anthea genus, which takes its name from the Greek goddess Athena, who is a goddess of the night and often pictured with an owl. The 
little owl is a vocal species and can make over 20 different vocalizations, including their shrill and repetitive gurek, gurek, and kew, kew sounding calls. Some say they sound like a mewing cat. Male and female little owls make regular contact calls with each other. You can hear them throughout the year, but they're most vocal during the breeding season. Juvenile little owls make a hissing sound when begging for food, which is a higher pitch than juvenile barn owl hissing sounds. Little owls nest in pre-existing cavities, such as holes in old trees, building cavities, stone walls, and in nest boxes. They don't build a nest inside the cavity. They make a scrape in substrate for egg laying. Little owls are monogamous, and established pairs occupy and defend their territories throughout the year. Little owls usually start egg laying from mid-April onwards. A prolonged cold and wet snap in late winter can delay breeding for some owls, whereas warm and dry weather can advance it. Three to four eggs are usually laid, but in optimal conditions a female can lay up to seven eggs. The eggs of the little owl are a matte white colour, and the female will incubate those eggs for about 29 to 31 days. Once hatched, she continues to keep the chicks warm until they can thermoregulate at about 14 days old. Both the male and female feed the owlets between dusk and dawn, sometimes in daytime too, but remain close to their nest sites until July or August. Most little owls settle within two kilometres of their nest site. A third of juveniles are thought to survive fledged and wintered to go on to breed the following spring. The typical lifespan is anywhere between three to five years old for little owls in the wild. The little owl is an opportunistic predator. It predominantly eats invertebrates throughout the year, predating the most dominant species at any given time. Earwigs are the most taken insect followed by black clock beetles, rove beetles, weevils, click beetles, door beetles, crane flies and cockchafers, spiders, moths, both adults and larvae, millipedes, centipedes and ants are also frequently predated and it's not uncommon to find an active nest site full of live earthworms that were meant to be fed to the young owlets. When a rain shower starts, little owls will quickly switch to earthworms and continue to bring these to the nest as long as it rains. The little owl will also predate small mammals and birds, especially during the breeding season. Diet often varies between breeding sites and in different months and years. With a relatively wide diet, their approach to hunting depends on prey availability. Little owls have excellent eyesight. Their retina has lots of rod cells for night vision and enough cone cells for vision in daylight. This enables them to hunt in daytime as well as in darkness. They often hunt from a perch, such as a fence post or branch, and they pounce on their prey. They can also be seen running along the ground in pursuit of ground beetles and small mammals. Little owls have incredibly strong talons, and a diet study found that they can take a small rabbit or similar sized avian prey.
they also possess excellent hearing and can locate the rustles and squeaks of mice and voles with an accuracy of up to 99%. Little owls prefer to live in places that offer a number of mixed habitats in a smallish area. They like lowland farmland, especially with permanent pasture and livestock present. I find that they particularly like parkland with mature trees, including some of our busy urban parks. Country villages quite often offer this patchwork quilt of mixed habitats too, with large gardens, mature trees and horse paddocks making up an ideal scenario for them to find earthworms, beetles, moth spiders, small mammals and those occasional birds that they eat. This diminutive little owl can be found across Europe, Asia and North Africa. But remember, it is not native to this country, having been introduced to the UK in the late 1800 by landowners who thought that the species would be a useful addition to our native bird list. As I've already mentioned, the first few attempts were unsuccessful, and later ones more so. Actually, one of the very, very early attempts was a place called Stonewall Park near Edenbridge, which I live very, very close to. There is now an estimated 5,600 pairs in the UK, and their favourite areas being East Anglia, the Midlands, and North West England. But the UK's owl population is, however, now in decline with data showing that the number has shrunk by 65% over a 25-year period. There has also been a 11% contraction in the UK's range, especially apparent in the south-west England and Wales. As I've already mentioned, you can help little owls by installing a nest box in your garden. And, if you are lucky enough to get little owls in, report your sighting to the UK Little Owl Project and sending your nest records to the British Trust for Ornithology. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after little owls and other garden birds by providing a wildlife-friendly garden that includes water and having the very, very best food available for them. Foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul Wild Bird Foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores and the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk Well that's it from me, I hope you enjoyed this look at little owls. For further birds please continue to check out the stream. <laughs> Look forward to speaking to you soon.